0: You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 234. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey both personally and professionally enjoy and thank you for listening hi happy creative thursday it's marisa here Today, I'm going to talk to you about becoming debt-free. How does that sound? Do you have debt? Are you working towards that direction? Does it seem insurmountable? All the things, right? And let me just right at the top preface this by saying... I am not a doctor, I am not an attorney, and I am not a financial advisor. So this is just my experience around growing my online business, what it's taken me to get here, and where my financial goals are in terms of growing in a new direction and how I've started to figure that out for myself. So please consult your appropriate professionals, including an accountant. I highly, highly recommend you get an accountant as soon as you start your business, like right away. Don't wait for that to be something that you get around to or that you can budget for. That should be one of the first people you outsource. I don't know what I would do without mine. And I've been working with mine from day one of starting this business. And uh, now I'm, I'm also working with a bookkeeper and I've got, I got plans, I've got goals, I've got vision. And part of the reason that I have this clear picture is because I actually have formulas as well as to how I'm able to grow my revenue. And this was not anything I had growing my art business. And to be honest, I would like to grow into a place where I can really start to guide artists around their financial projections and plans. We've talked about it in Artful Selling. I just go for it. Making money is a huge part of it's It's the point of being in business, one of them, and, you know, how I feel or maybe you're, you're brand new to me. And so you will know that I believe that making money is a wonderful thing and that we are now at a time as artists where we don't need to apologize for it, hold back on the desire to make money, or let's just knock this crap off of thinking that we've in any way, shape, or form, are "quote unquote" selling out because we're making money? All right, that's just off the table. This is the age of the thriving artist. I wrote about it in 2010. I still have the painting that I posted on that blog post, sitting next to me on a little um, a little altar I've created of good fortune and thriving artists, so that I never forget that vision. I now have the opportunity to support artists in that vision, and I am, so, I am so fired up to say that many of the artists I know are growing into seven-figure businesses. And yes, some of that does include teaching in it, and we're not going to apologize for that either. <laughs> like, if you teach, that doesn't count. Oh my goodness. Gosh, some of these ideas are so archaic. Um, and some are doing it purely from their art as well. So so there you go. If you want to be skeptical about the, the teaching side, um, I encourage you to let that go as quickly as possible. The goal is to create a business you love, doing work you love, that you're passionate about with purpose, and, and go for it on as many, as many different levels as you can that make sense for you and your business. And so I want to share with you a couple of ideas around what it means even to be debt free. Let me preface this by saying I am really good at leveraging my debt. I've talked a little bit about this in the past and, you know, I was able to, Sean and I were able to purchase a house in Los Angeles literally by like tape and Glue and uh, very creative financial thinking, and uh, support of people around us who are trying to help us make this happen as well. And and thank goodness that we we did it. I've done it more than once. I've owned, I think, I'm trying to think five or six properties. I've I love uh, property. I really do. I just I love it. And I've been very successful at it as well. And as I grow, I imagine returning to investing in more property because I'm just such a fan of it. And so we were able to do this. So that's a different kind of debt, having a mortgage. I know for some people, it would be a dream to pay your mortgage off And I'm the kind of person who says, well, if I can own two properties instead of paying my mortgage off that are both increasing in value, I'm going to go that direction instead of trying to clean up all areas of debt. So I don't see, same with car payments, I don't see being debt free as, or debt in general as being a villain. And I certainly also understand the burden of it. Because I backed myself into a corner, as many of you know the story, to build Creative Thursday. And I went into debt because I had very good credit. I had gone through my savings, I had good credit, so I was able to leverage some of the 0% interest cards that were given to me. And I just thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to find my way out of this. I have to. And I hated every minute of it. It was super uncomfortable. I shed a lot of tears at this point. I I literally did not know what to do, including I was looking for work at the time. And I, I kept finding myself being overqualified. I, I wasn't finding the right fit. I actually had people tell me that they would love to work with me, but wouldn't necessarily because they saw me as an entrepreneur. And that was that last conversation I had with someone. I just thought I got to buckle down and make it happen. And I did. I did make it happen. But I grew a business with a large chunk of debt to begin with. And that wasn't ideal, but I also made it happen. You know, sometimes we just piece it together with tape and glue and a credit card and and we go for it, right? And let me clarify, I was not responsible for any family members. I was solely on my own in this journey. And so I could take that risk. You know, that was, that was okay for me to take. I was at a certain age in life in my thirties, where I felt like I can find my way through this. And I am, I am finding my way through this. And I also, you know, as an example, did not pay all of that debt back. I chose to invest in a home instead that's an example of, of leveraging debt. You know, if my goal was to be debt free, but have zero remaining to invest in a home, which has just increased significantly in value that, that doesn't make sense for me financially. So I know some people really live in a way where that's it. Like that, that's the ultimate goal. And I honor, and I, I respect that. I'm just sharing for you, my perspective on on investment and, and leveraging the opportunity to borrow. And I take my borrowing very seriously. I'm, I'm the kind of person that's paying continuously, you know, I really honor and respect the bills and appreciate the opportunity to be able to leverage and grow in different ways. And a lot of, a lot of this has, has been woven into just Coming to a different relationship with money and, and valuing myself and the work I do and believing that I'm I'm worth I'm worth having wealth in my life and not being apologetic about that and believing that there's a lot I can do with that wealth that will travel far beyond me. So I'm really just getting started with all of that and continuing to be aware of how old paradigms and old money mindsets have held me back in the past and caused me to hold on to this debt a lot longer than i needed to to which i also say your timing is your timing you know if i if i really am able to take what i've learned and find my way through this challenge as an artist and an entrepreneur and an online, uh, you know, a mentor, online teacher, it's going to be a really powerful opportunity for me to share with you. So this is just the beginning of that. I'm not sitting here currently saying, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm debt free. And I may never because I may have multiple mortgages. I don't know, <laughs> probably not, but basically eliminating any, you know, uh, credit card debt or debt that is just accumulating interest and but i've been so wise about that for a long time that i really didn't accumulate much interest anything any interest i'm paying is is not the high high credit card interest because that can definitely take you under i was really fortunate to have built good credit to have good credit and so i've been given opportunities with that credit to leverage it. And I've taken advantage of that. With that said, you know, the reason that I'm able to start having a clear vision for my income and, and be able to project what I think my income will be for the first time in over 20 years of working for myself is because I've built recurring revenue in my business. And yes, that is totally due to Stu McLaren and Tribe. And yes, today is the last day if you're listening to this on what day is it? (laughs) What day is it going to be? I believe that it is May 6th. If you are listening to this as the podcast goes live and you are considering this and you're ready for a turning point, I'm telling you, do it get off the fence and make this investment. Because I was even talking to a couple of my members who took Tribe last year. And the consensus is the marketing alone inside of Tribe could be applicable. It's it's so wise and it can be applicable to anything that you do. I used it in my art this year and it's part of the reason that I had such an incredible first quarter. I can't believe there's so much that I really missed for many years in this space. And I digress, and that's why I'm so passionate about coming and sharing it with you. I did a couple versions of this podcast. I don't know why this one's been rather challenging to get out exactly the way that I want, but I was saying, I don't think it was this version, that it's not a time anymore of holding everything close to your close to your chest, right? And saying, well, I figured something out and if I share it, somebody's going to surpass me. Who cares if they do, first of all, but second of all, that's just such, excuse me, if you have children in the room, that's such bullshit. These are all old paradigms. I'm going to have to start coming up with like an old paradigm (laughs) alert. Where are my sound effects? Wait, which one? Oh, that's not, we don't want that one. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we shouldn't judge them, right? They just were what we knew at the time. So maybe we will have the Tinkerbell sound effect. (laughs) Old paradigm. Let's let this one go. I've, as I was going through the tribe workshop and joining in the comments, which I love doing, I've been listening to Stu talk for two years, a lot. A lot. I have been learning nonstop. And I can continue to listen to Stu talk because I learn something new every time. Because I have a new perspective. And I I get from that perspective, I hear something different. So even though I've been through tribe two times and I'm getting ready to go through a third time, I just I love it. It inspires me. And I'm reminded, I'm reminded of how I've shifted and transformed. So This could be a turning point for you. It could be just by joining any program, you're already making a very big proclamation for yourself. What you do after that is up to you and nobody can, nobody can really do that for you. You know, that's up to us. We've all joined programs that we haven't done before. That's okay. I think that's part of the journey sometimes. But this one you, you want to do, it's, it's really one of the most uh, beautifully put together courses, very efficient. Stu's all about simplicity, um, which is, you know, there, there's work within simplicity, but just making things as clear, straightforward as possible. There's just so much of that I really appreciate about it. So I encourage you to do it. You will have support with me Uh, If you're signing up through my link and I can't wait to help you on that journey and support you more because this is truly one of the reasons that tribe was life-changing for me is that I now have recurring revenue in my business. I have built, as I've shared with you over these past few weeks, breathing space around my creative journey that I haven't had the entire time maybe just like moments pockets but nothing I could count on and nothing that I could project out into the future I work with other mentors as well and I have a formula for how I can grow my revenue now that I've done the work of knowing the you know getting clarity around the direction i'm going, the people i most enjoy serving, how i can best support you. All of this has been a process of building and and putting those puzzle pieces together. And it's together now. And now it's time to now it's time to really grow. And i'm putting systems in place in my business and there's many things happening behind the scenes, many things but it's reached a new level and i'm able to begin making projections that are not based on me hoping, thinking, dreaming. They are based on actual numerical facts, numerical equations, formulas. And and then we can also add some dreaming in there as well. I've never had any of that before in my business. I also believe this may have been on another version i was recording but i do have a vision of creating similar ways of projecting for artists as well i wish that i had a lot of this knowledge in the process of building my art business and i think to be honest a lot of us just didn't think that we could do that because art is right so subjective i say it all the time and how do we find our people and once we start selling and but when you build a business, knowing that you're building it for this consistency instead of going in and going fingers crossed, like I did, hope it works and I hope I can pay this step back someday. I'm sure I will, but I don't know how. That's a very different mindset and attitude than I know this can be done. I see people out ahead of me or I'm working with mentors who've done it. And I believe it's possible for me, and I'm going to I'm going to shift my focus. You know, from the very beginning, I or I'm going to dial in my focus from the very beginning of my journey, or wherever I'm listening to this now. And I'm going to believe in a certain revenue that is possible for me, and to have that consistently. And because of tribe and memberships and subscriptions, you know, I've talked about this before, but add up how many subscriptions you pay for. Everybody's going to this model. So many people from software to entertainment, everything's a subscription. (laughs) I mean, many things have been for a long time, right? But it just, if you haven't noticed, it's increased. And that's because all of these businesses, whether you're Apple, or you are an independent solopreneur, if you're wise, you're like, yeah, recurring revenue would be great. Certainly it fluctuates, you know, people come and go from memberships or stop using software or or anything. That's, that's part of that model as well. But the goal is that you're really taking care of, of your communities, your people, your clients, your collectors, your customers, your students, your members, and that you just continue to grow at the pace that works for you or, you know, build something at the size that works for you. This is all up to you, but you have recurring revenue. And when you have recurring revenue, you can start to project and you can start to plan. And, you know, these are all the illusion, right that we have when we work for somebody. and I say illusion because it can happen so quick that you're not working for someone and you don't have what you've built. When you're building a business for yourself, you might pivot, you might change, you you might go through seasons, but you have it. It's you've built something. So it is the most secure. To me at this time in the economy, this is one of the most secure ways that you could start to focus your business building energy. And if you tuned into the tribe workshop over the past couple of weeks, then you know how many different markets and niches this inco- this is um, moving into. It's mind-blowing. Niches that I've never even heard of before. In every area of of life. I'm not even gonna list them all because there's just too many, too many to list in this podcast. But it's you know, from from dog training, uh clearly I know about all of the art memberships, to uh coaching and therapies and, and music and and box subscriptions of all kinds from taffy to you know a t-shirt of the month to to so many different opportunities. I just love watching people watch the light bulb moment happen when they realize, oh my goodness, I do have something that I want to share, and this opportunity to build something that they love. And I will also say, just for the record, you know, no, it's not for everyone. Uh, yes, it does require work. <laughs> Everything does. But if you decide if you're open and you're willing to try and you're open, then you will, you may tap into something that just lights you up like nobody's business and and really, has an amazing impact on the people that you have the opportunity to work with and attract into your world. And there's just nothing better, nothing better. It's so great. And you can build this kind of financial stability and security for yourself or for your family. And you can always grow with that what you've created right it also doesn't just lock you into this one idea i think there's a fear around that as well you absolutely get to continue to evolve within what you create in this in this recurring revenue container we'll call it so i do want to share with you four points today around becoming debt free and i was able to pay significant chunks of debt back this year because of everything I've built in my online business, absolutely correlating to my online courses and my memberships and then the marketing strategies I learned, maybe, in Tribe uh, to apply to my art business. And it has just been life-changing for me because as much as I don't feel like i want to view debt as a villain and i shared with you i really enjoy leveraging it and being creative with my finances it was starting to become a weight and because i was had struggled and came up with so many new ideas that didn't really go the direction i wanted them to go at the time i had put myself into more debt to make all of that happen i mean i have I've probably talked to you about. I have a software idea. I had. I took on a space and was as working that direction for a while. I ran a couple of Kickstarter campaigns. I wanted to create this whole YouTube series and all of that's in like five years. And you know, one of the very big pieces that I learned was get one thing going. I learned a lot about how to be a, a better entrepreneur, and. It cost me though. I was willing to invest in myself in that direction, but I didn't know better to start getting the help I needed, but, but I did, I started getting help and I've gotten, you know, I've had the opportunity to learn from a number of mentors and all of that is part of this whole equation as well. And I've just been a dedicated learner over these past couple of years, especially but it was really starting to feel like it could not crush me. (laughs) I'm pretty strong, but it was starting to feel that heavy and stressful and stressful for my relationship because even though Sean and I separate out our finances, you know, he is, he is part, we're a partnership and we are trying to grow financial goals together and He doesn't like to see all the stress that I'm under. And, you know, it just, it it was hard. I'm not going to lie. It's been hard sometimes. And this is the first time that I'm able to finally start to see that the breathing space is coming and being able to start paying things back. And I have a goal of paying all the things back that I want to pay back and and being on my terms of debt-free, debt-free. So I will keep you posted in that, but we are on the way. I am so happy to report that. And so here are just a couple of tips. If you're feeling weighted down by this and you're not sure how to find your way or what will help you reach new levels of financial prosperity, certainly again, Just, if you have interest in growing recurring revenue, don't mess around, just join tribe. Don't wait another year. Don't, just do it, okay? Just do it. That's what I have to tell you, just do it. And and no, don't just do it because you think it's gonna be this financial, you know, windfall. Don't do it for that reason. Do it because you actually care and you love the concept and you're interested in in pursuing this kind of work and you're willing to put the work in. Okay, let me just make that very clear. This is not like a instant windfall, but depending on where you are in your business and if you already have an audience, oh my goodness, it could be, it could be. So it's just dependent on where you are in that journey. Um, Number one is to stay open and be willing to learn. I talk about this often, but I'm going to emphasize it again. If I had recognized that sooner, I would have saved myself probably a few years of stress. So I share it with you now. I think we are at a time where people are way more receptive to that idea. But just a reminder, to be willing to invest in your business Uh, Don't forget that in order to have an online business, it's so inexpensive, friends. I have had a physical space as well. Everything in business costs so much more when it's not online. And I see people agonizing over spending money on a website because they haven't made a sale yet. Well, you can't really start to get efficient with making sales without ultimately having a website so I don't know exactly where the disconnect is there. I do understand you. You know, I understand what it's like to feel like every penny has to be thought about carefully. I do understand that, and I do, I do uh, respect if you're feeling that way. But I've also just got to say, you're not throwing money out the door. And remember, that's why I say speak to an accountant. You are also, that's a that can be a write-off for you, or it's a business expense for you. Don't forget that, including investing in yourself, in your education, which is number three, be willing to invest in yourself. What I see is a lot of times people will, well, this was me. I was fine investing in tools and software and I could wrap my head around that, but the whole investing in people to help me when I felt again, like I was a pioneer in this space, would they really be able to help me? That's where I got hung up. That's where I got skeptical. And um, can we just address the elephant? Does anyone use this term anymore? I think a lot of people who think uh, people who run Facebook ads and uh, do launches and and sell something at the end of a free training. I think people think that they're like shady, shifty uh, snake oil salesmen. And some people are disingenuous. They are, there are creepy business people everywhere, always have been, probably always will be. But I would say that the majority of people actually have their heart in the right place and they are here to help you. Every person that I've invested in, I feel, absolutely like they cared about what happened. And I'm so thankful I got over that because I was super skeptical. And by the way, number four, little bonus one for you is stop resenting people who sell and ever think that you're going to be successful in business, whatever your business is. If you roll your eyes at someone making an offer for you that can change your life, or, you know, if you um, want to send an email and tell people you're emailing me too much about something you're selling. <laughs> really? I'm in business. And like I said, well, no, I think this was on a different version. If anyone is, is like, I don't know that I want to hear about Tribe, Marisa, then I'm like, well, you're going to if you're in earshot of me, because why would I ever want to keep something that has been life-changing for me, which I take my recommendations very seriously. If I recommend something to you, it's because I have tried it. I believe in it. It's, if it's a book, I've read it. I've listened to it. Like, I take it very seriously. I I want to earn your trust and, and I, you know, it's important to me. Let me just put it that way. But I want to share with you what's worked for me and what's helped me in that journey. And so I will tell you about this. And I will be a proud affiliate of that. And I will not apologize for selling it to you. And I realized how often I was not selling my work as an artist because I was more concerned about someone being bothered by an email. Oh my gosh, that's like taking money right out of your bank account. That's just leaving money on the table because some people will be irritated and Uh, Some will actually be rude to you and like write you messages back, which it amazes me that people don't have time. They don't have time to like figure out what will work in their life. They'd rather write silly comments to people and silly emails. And it's just absurd to me. Find something better to do with your time, please. This is a new day we don't we don't need to be questioned on this anymore and i say this for anyone selling anything if you're resenting people selling to you you've got some work to do on your own ability to sell cuz you're not going to get very far in business if you can't fully embrace selling in such a way that aligns with your spirit and your approach and that's how i i Came up with artful selling. That's how I've created a course around this and why I focus on this in the expanse of artists because I thought, wow, this is one of the biggest reasons artists don't make money. It's because they have this whole belief system going around selling. And I've been that person. And I know because I've had family members say things to me where I was like, oh, that's where that came from. And I don't, I don't blame anybody. Everybody has their experiences, but sometimes you just got to stop and question, where are you getting these ideas from? Because they're not mine and they do not work in business. And I'm still working through this one. I'm still working through this one, but I am much more okay with it now. And I definitely do not resent anyone selling to me. I cheer them on. I, I love it. I'm like, send me more emails (laughs) because I I know you are in it. You are in it and you are growing your business and you are not, you're unapologetically owning the service that you are giving to others. That's what it is, right? You are actually providing someone a service and it is a disservice to have something that you know can help someone and to not sell it to them. And we also all know that when you invest in yourself, in your education, in your business, when you put some money down, like we've, we've entered a season where there's a lot of expectations around free conversation for another day. When you put money down, you actually will do more. And the more money you put down, the more you'll do. Maybe that's not true for everyone. But it is true for a lot. And so there's a very important energetic piece to making a financial commitment to someone and having that exchange happen. There's a reason that we have an economy with quote unquote money in whatever format that is. But because it's it's an exchange, a, a value, appreciation, and it's a statement for yourself when I'm talking about investing in your business. And number three was be willing to invest in yourself. That's what you're doing. You're betting on you. You're not just getting a program or you're not just, you know, getting this equipment or whatever it is that you need for your business or investing in this product. You are betting on you. You are saying with your money, your investment, I believe that I can make this back. And that actually, when we're talking about debt, is a pretty powerful way to look at taking on a loan or you know that's basically what debt is you're taking on a loan you're agreeing to pay it back is to feel thankful for the fact that someone trusts you to lend you the money and to have integrity about paying that back and to be able to find a way to do that and you know it's important to me I want to I want to have integrity about all of that and and make it I want, I want to, I want to pay it all back. It's going to feel amazing. It already is. So in closing, number one, stay open, be willing to learn. Don't do that thing where you're like, I already know all this. <laughs> well, how's it working for you? If you do, uh, two, be willing to invest in your business, Software, equipment, team. I'm learning that one. Team. Hello. <laughs> Three, be willing to invest in yourself, your education, your wellness, your well being. Like to me, it's a whole package, right? Investing in fitness classes, if that's what it is, investing in therapies, uh, investing in good food. Everything that will support you and being your best self and whatever that is at different times, but it's, it's, it's all of that and investing time really in taking care of yourself. We were talking about the power of just really making time for your creativity and number four bonus, stop resenting people who sell to you because it's a real big clue that you just have to find some peace with that and, and do a little soul searching and reframing and work on your money mindset and, and why, why you just want to react that way. It's very telling about what's going on with you inside. And if you ever, which I always hope you never feel like I'm sitting here being judgy or shamey or any of that, I get kind of firm about these things because I'm just, I'm bored of the conversation and people not like getting on the new path. Uh, I do again, honor where you are. And if this irritates you or doesn't make sense for you, you're probably not ready to receive it. Or if it irritates you, uh, pay attention because it may mean you are ready to receive it, but you are resisting it. But I'm not saying anything here that i haven't done myself and learned the hard way i think i was always pretty good about investing in the business though <laughs> i was pretty good at that i'm very good at reinvesting in the business but all the other stuff i've done it all friends oh i've done it all so i i say it with love and kindness love and respect i've been this person I'm here to encourage you not to necessarily have to go through the same path. If you do, it's totally fine. Your path is your path. But again, if I can save you some of that, and if you're hearing this on May 6th, go join Tribe. Don't mess around. Don't do it. And join it with me, and I will help you, support you coach you through things that will come up on this new journey there's always more to learn and celebrate you and get excited for all the new possibilities that are just waiting for you it's an amazing time friends it really really is and I thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast may all your financial dreams come true I am here to support you however i can in getting more knowledge more insight believing in more possibilities for you doing what you love on your terms right creating a life a business a creative practice by your design so important that's why it's such an amazing time it just continues to be more and more possible for all of us so Until next time, friends, have a beautiful Creative Thursday and I'll see you back here soon. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.